0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about trusting yourself more. I had such a great response to the tips I shared week before last on energy that I thought we could go for a little more learning on how to embrace the more intuitive side of life. And honestly, it's not always easy to trust yourself. We've all gotten plenty of messages through the years that maybe we're not smart enough, or we've made mistakes that we haven't fully recovered our self-confidence since. So let's spend a little time developing a better relationship with our inner knowing. Today's big idea is that every single one of us has a wise part of ourselves that always has our best interests at heart and... That can process all kinds of information and feelings and sensations that our thinking mind can only barely start to perceive. That wise part is your intuition or your gut, and developing a relationship with it is a crucial piece of trusting yourself. The problem is that your gut is an internal voice, and frankly, we have several internal voices, and not all of them are helpful, especially the voice of fear, which comes from your ego which is obsessed with keeping you safe and tends to rule with a wily iron fist. So in order to be able to start building a tighter relationship with your intuition, it's really helpful to figure out how to tell the difference between your gut and your fear. In this episode, I'll share some key differences between the two voices so that you can recognize more easily when you've gotten hooked by fear and pay more attention to the messages that are coming from your intuition. First, let's talk about how fear and intuition feel. Fear tends to be accompanied by tightening, or a feeling of things getting heightened, like when they start playing the spooky music in the movie before anything bad has happened yet. Maybe your chest or throat or jaw tightens, or you just feel clenched. It's basically the same as a stress response, and you're getting ready to fight, flee, or freeze. When it's your gut, tends to bring a sense of calm or relief, even if your gut is sending you a signal that something's not right. It can bring a loosening feeling, or maybe even a feeling of lightness, like the tightness is gone and your blood and your energy can flow freely again. I read a great article by Melody Wilding, an executive coach whom I've interviewed here on the podcast about how to stop overthinking everything. That's a great episode. Go check it out. Melody wrote an article on the Harvard Business Review blog called How to Stop Overthinking and Start Trusting Your Gut, and she describes the difference between fear and your gut as a difference between pushing and pulling. Melody says fear can feel like it's pushing you toward or away from something. It's coercive, like you're trying to force it, or to steer yourself away from something, like the way you'd push a kid's hand away from a hot stove and that your gut feels more like being pulled, there's something that's calling to you. Rumi has a quote that I love, What you seek is seeking you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are 100% confident, but you know you're moving towards something that is a good fit for you. And while you may still feel that it's risky, there's a steadiness underneath that acknowledgement of risk. I'll share how fear and intuition sound inside your own head, and your tiny assignment right after this quick break. Welcome back. Okay, so what's the difference between how fear and intuition sound? The voice of fear tends to sound amped. It can be relentless, repeating and repeating and repeating. Yeah, but what if this? And what if that? And what if this other thing? It is also generally critical and mostly directed toward you. You're probably going to mess this up. It'll be so embarrassing when you do. How will you show your face? It also tends to be pretty loud and easy to hear. It cuts through the noise and is really good at getting your attention. Your intuition, on the other hand, often talks in whispers. You probably need to get a little quiet in order to hear it. Sitting still and breathing can really help, but also sometimes repetitive motion helps, like walking or even washing dishes, raking leaves, or playing guitar. It's going to sound calmer, steadier more loving, like Glinda the Good Witch or a really great mentor. It's not going to gloss over potential pitfalls, but it will remind you that you can move past them. Your tiny assignment is to notice today when you are feeling fear and when you are hearing from your intuition. Frankly, you're more likely to notice the voice of fear talking because it's louder and more active, and because we typically don't hear from our intuition unless we make some space for it. But that's okay. Even just noticing, hey, that's fear talking, or I'm feeling the sensations of fear right now, will help you discern when you're feeling or hearing from your gut. If you want to take it a step further, give yourself a couple minutes today to just sit quietly, take a few nice, slow breaths, and then ask if there's anything your gut would like you to know. Or if you're facing a specific decision, you can ask about that. Don't get frustrated if you don't hear anything, but also don't push away anything that you do hear because you think it doesn't make sense or is somehow wrong. Intuition can be a little cryptic, like Yoda, and if you haven't been listening to it much, it might take you a while to understand what it's saying. It could speak to you in song lyrics, mine does, or images or feelings, and not necessarily like a clear, distinct voice. Just be open to what comes. And if you are facing a specific decision, I hope you'll come back tomorrow when I'm walking you through the process I use personally and with my coaching clients to make decisions from the heart. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.